Aleluya, gloria a Dios. Mi alma te alaba, Señor. Today I will be speaking on the fifth word, which is the shortest word, and uh, which is I thirst. It is the shortest word, but maybe many might think it's insignificant. But when God speaks, he speaks with intentionality. He speaks with purpose, amen? It's concerning to know that Jesus, who is the source of the living water, is on the cross thirsting and saying, I thirst. Mm, that should cause us to get anxious when he says, I thirst. Glory. During Jesus' crucifixion experience, he was offered a drink. And in this drink, there was a mix. There was a mix of myrrh and there was a mix of wine. And this specific mix will make your body anesthetic. It will give you an aesthetic feeling, a feeling of numbness. So when you went up to the cross, you wouldn't feel no pain. But Jesus denied that drink as to say, I don't do mixed drinks. Mm. Come on. Come on. Because if he would have took that drink, it would have defeated the purpose as to why he was going up to the cross. Come on, somebody. He was going up there with purpose. Everybody say purpose. Uh, now, I know that's right. <laughs> Praise God. Um, there were many conversations Jesus had in the Bible with different, different types of people. But the one that specifically caught my attention was the one with the Samaritan woman at the well. Now, I love this story because Jesus brings to her attention a thirst that she has, but initially makes her understand a thirst that she really needs. Mm, come on, come on. Woo! In one point, Jesus says, go get your husband. And she says, I don't have a husband. I wonder why. <laughs> he says, she says, yeah, you had five husbands, and the one that you, you live with refuses to marry you. Mm, let me tell y'all something. When you thirst for the wrong individual, you stay in a cycle of dehydration. You stay in a cycle of dehydration. What's dehydration? What does that cause? That causes death, that causes disease, and that causes pain. Whew. Come on, somebody. But when you thirst for Jesus, but when you thirst for Jesus, he'll break that cycle and keep you hydrated. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. I'm not playing tonight. They got the crazy one up here, but I'm crazy for the Lord. <laughs> Praise God. Now, we're on the fifth word, right? So as I started to study this word, the four words before my word, hmm, he started to address other people. I don't know if you caught that. He started talking about other people. Now, hang on with me. The first word, he said, forgive them for they know not what they do. He's talking to his enemies. Today you will be in paradise, the needing sinner. Number three, behold your son, behold your mother, his family. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me, God? And then he says, I thirst. Then he goes back to himself. Ooh. Even at death, Jesus is thinking about someone else. Even at death, Jesus is thinking about someone else. And you know what that means? Even through your storm, you can still bless someone else. Come on. Come on. Even at death. Santo. And that's not it. That's not all. Ooh, he'll put you in a test. He'll put you in a situation to see if you can put that aside. Put that storm aside. You know why? Everybody say why. 
to see where your thirst lies. He wants to see where your thirst lies because when you thirst for Jesus, you thirst to serve others. You thirst to serve others. Santo, santo. It's the nature of serving Jesus. It's the nature of thirsting for Jesus. You start walking like him. You start talking like him. And you start loving like him. Come on, somebody. Let's go. I'm not playing with y'all tonight. Let's go. Santo, santo. I'm going to give you three points and I'm going to give them very quickly. Why did Jesus thirst? Prophecy. Jesus was the fulfillment of prophecy already written, already spoken. Ooh, back in Psalms 22:15 and Psalm 69:21. Now we're going to go back to the scriptures. It says, Jesus, knowing that all things are now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, saith, I thirst, that the scripture might be fulfilled. What does that mean? It was a fulfillment of prophecy. Glory to God. There's a word spoken over you. There's something that was already written. It's going to happen because when God speaks, that's it. Come on. That is it. Santo, santo. Number two, humility. Whew. Humanity. He, he thirsts like us. And like the four words that I mentioned before, if you look at those words, he looks heroic, like a hero. But when we get to the fifth word, he looks human. Mm. Don't get it twisted. He was 100% human. He wasn't no ghost blessing people on this earth. <laughs> you know, he thirsts like us. He loved like us. And that's a man that I would want to serve for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Third and lastly, this was an expression of the cup of suffering being finished. Being finished. The cup of suffering being finished. So you would thirst for him and you wouldn't thirst for the things of this world. Amen. Santo. Who's thirsty in here tonight? Who's thirsty in here tonight? My edges, hold on, my edges, my edges is getting hot. <laughs> Glory to God. Now, I am going to end with this, Santo. I want everyone, if you have a Bible with you, if you have a Bible app on your phone or on a tablet, I want you to pick it up and put it right in front of you. It's a little activity. And everyone online, if you're watching, you can do it as well. I want you to understand something. Every page, every letter is soaked. Soaked in truth, soaked in love, and soaked in sacrifice. So next time you want to thirst for the things of this world, remember who sacrificed for you and who thirst for you. Santo, gloria a Dios. Praise God. Do you receive that today? Amen. Gloria a Dios.